Psalm 73, verses 25 and 26. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none, or there is nothing upon earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Father, we are indeed weak, and uh, often our hearts are uh, fearful, but we must remember that when, even when our hearts fail, that you are our strength and you are our portion forever. So we thank you, Father, for uh, this uh, precious uh, passage from your word, and I pray that you would help us to be prepared as we come before you for this communion meal, and we ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. Now, the Eighth Commandment says you shall not steal. And as the Sixth Commandment we saw uh, is about the sanctity of life, and the Seventh Commandment was about the sanctity of marriage, this is about the sanctity of property. And, you know, there are many reasons uh, in uh, Scripture why stealing is forbidden. Uh, But as I started thinking about this, I thought, well, basically, it's just a stupid thing to do. It really is. And, you know, when I started down that track, I thought, uh, I think it was that morning, I'd heard on the radio, you know, I think KFAB, they have these um, stupid thief jokes or uh, stories. And they're true. That's the thing that's crazy about them. And World Magazine has them too. But this one I found online. And I really couldn't believe it. This guy walks into a corner store. He's got a shotgun. And he demanded uh, the cash from the cash uh, drawer from the teller, or from the uh, clerk. And the cashier uh, put the cash in the bag and uh, so he gave it to the thief. And the, cl- the thief, as he was turning, I guess, uh, saw a bottle of scotch on the shelf behind the, the uh, clerk. And he said, well, I want that too. And I don't know who was dumber in this case, the thief or the clerk. But the clerk said, well, uh, are you 21? You know? <laughs> and he said, I don't, I don't believe you're 21. And uh, the robber said, yes. And the clerk uh, still refused to give it to him because he didn't believe that he was 21. And uh, at this point, the, the robber took out his driver's license <laughs> and handed it to the clerk. And the clerk said, well, sure enough, you are, and gave it back to him, you know. And so, you know, about two hours later, of course, that guy was uh, in jail because the clerk had called, uh, you know, I don't know if that, the clerk had a lot of uh, guts or what. But uh, anyway... Not all thieves, I think, are that stupid, Uh, but stealing certainly is foolish. And, uh, you know, what is stealing, basically? Stealing is an unlawful obtaining of property. So you obtained it in an unlawful way. And there are basically two legitimate ways to uh, gain uh, wealth or property. You can work for it, and you can labor for it, so it accumulates uh, gradually, or you can inherit it, or it's given to you. First of all, concerning, concerning working for it, in Ephesians 4 it says, Let him who stole steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has need. So we are supposed to labor, even hard labor sometimes, working with our hands uh, or minds uh, so that we can have uh, the ability to give. God wants us to be givers. Now, expecting wealth without laboring for it is becoming endemic in our country and certainly already is in Europe and other countries. In fact, our own leaders encourage a right to property or wealth without working for it. And it's terrible to see the results in our country. Now, I found a quote. G.I. Williamson said, When everything belongs to everyone, 
nothing belongs to anyone. And he's right. Nothing belongs to anyone. If, you know, communism and socialism basically steals from others to supposedly uh, uh, give fairly to all, but their leaders are actually thieves and usually benefit from the theft. Uh, they're breaking the Eighth Commandment. And people steal in many ways. For example, you can steal by being lazy in your work. Uh, you can be wasteful and just, you know, waste a lot of things. It's, it's uh, stealing. Or by usury, which is exorbitant interest. Or by increasing debt with no intention to repay it. Or by cheating, which is fraud, take advantage of people. Uh, by poor stewardship of what the Lord gives you. And, and even by uh, robbing God of his rightful worship, especially on the Sabbath. Well, secondly, you can inherit wealth. And there's a good proverb. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the wealth of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. So a good man is thinking generationally. He's thinking, I want to leave an inheritance to my, a financial inheritance, certainly, and a spiritual inheritance also. And God does give us good things to be able to serve him. And, uh, but sometimes he gives us hard times to remind us that he is our inheritance. He is the ultimate owner of all, the, all that we have, all that, and, and he gives us things that we might serve him. Now, people steal, too, for different, different reasons. There's the, the, those who steal uh, claiming poverty, so they, they claim they're desperate, so they must, or their covetousness, they just want things. But basically, I think, it's because people do not turn to God, to the one who provides. They don't trust in his providence, they don't see the Lord as their provider, uh, and they also don't see him as their portion or their inheritance. So, you know, they just don't have enough. They don't realize that God could be their inheritance. Now, there are several verses that talk about, many verses actually, that talk about the Lord being our portion. The one that we read in Psalm 73 uh, said that my heart and my, my flesh and my heart fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. He is our portion. In Psalm 119, it says, You are my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep your words. And then in Psalm 142, I cried out to you, O Lord, and I said, You are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. So he's our portion now, and he's our portion forever. And then in Lamentations 3, The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I will hope in him. He is our portion, and he should be our hope. And in this communion celebration, we see in a physical way, uh, we are reminded of our portion. The Lord is our portion, and he is our salvation. Through Jesus Christ, we are given an eternal inheritance because we are in the covenant family of God. He is our portion. So how wealthy can we be? We can't even begin to understand the value, the wealth that we have, the value of our inheritance. And God in his amazing grace has made us heirs with Jesus Christ our Lord. And we can't earn this. We can't labor for it. It's a gift to his elect. So let's come to this communion table and celebrate and praise God for his grace to us in Jesus Christ and for our inheritance in him. Let's pray. Lord God, keep us from robbing you of the worship due your name. Lord, we do praise you for choosing us and for giving us an amazing inheritance because you are our portion. Help us to say from our hearts with the psalmist, God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Lord, help us to come with joy now to this meal of remembrance and to remember the cost of our redemption and the joy of our inheritance. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen.